Yo, what up my fellow RDs? I'm coming at you after three amazing roundtable rendezvous in succession. So I had the Providence one last Friday, the New York one this past Sunday, and yesterday, recording this Wednesday, I was in Philly. OMG. I'm going to get to the breakdown of all of that and the emotional roller coaster I've been on internally over the past couple of weeks. And I've shared some of that, but oof, I feel like it all came to a culmination. And I'll explain that in just a minute because you know we're going to start with a card pull. I feel like I need music for that too. Well, I'm not really in the mood, the mood, the mood for editing the things. So my will have to suffice. So I did a four card pull today. I wasn't anticipating a four card pull, but you know, it happens when it happens. And uh, I trust my necklace. So that's what I rolled with today. And it wasn't really giving me a distinct, like, you need this one, you need this one, you need this one. It just like, when I had all four of them, like, lined up, um, because I did like a split, split deck kind of thing and just like let the necklace guide me. It just like led me to all four of these and it was not very specific as to which of the four. I asked for one, but it was like, no, boo-boo kitten, you need all four. I was like, cool, cool, cool. Thank you for letting me know. So I got answer the call, break the chain, the initiation, and awakening, right? All very, ooh, I feel like everything I do is ooh, but you know, pretty sweet. So answer the call. What is your soul calling you to do? Your guidance is divinely guided. Interesting. You're being called to answer the call of your soul. It might be scary. It might not make sense. But trust your soul's yearnings. You will live a life beyond what your mind could possibly imagine. Isn't that fucking cool? So basically, I'm thinking that the major takeaway from this is that like... I'm going to read it. Because that's what the major takeaway is. Just say yes. You're in exactly the right place to answer your calling now. You don't need to know the whole plan. You don't even need to know where it's leading. You can just take the next step. No one has ever completed the plan, the perfect plan. There's no end to the destination. There's no right. There's no wrong way to do it. And you do not need permission from anyone else. So what is your soul calling you to do? Love that. Love that. The next one is break the chain, ancestral patterns, healing, rewriting the future. And I'm not really, I'm not seeing this one yet, to be completely honest. Um, But you're being called to heal your family line or free yourself from living the life of your ancestors. We carry emotional trauma um, in our fields, or rather, from several generations back. um, And that can be hard to break, so... Try to notice when ancestral healing comes and that it's, rather, notice when the healing comes up and notice that it's, you cannot heal the other person. It's about your own healing. Ooh, yeah, I don't know what that means right now, but cool. I appreciate that insight. (laughs) The next up is the initiation. It's the rite of passage, crossing the threshold. Some of the most sacred initiation chambers and temples look scary from the outside, but are breathtakingly beautiful on the inside. And this represents the journey that the soul pilgrim is required to take to reach somewhere sacred. But not only the initi- but only the initiated can enter. Okay, so you're in the middle of an initiation right now. You'll get through it. 
and one day soon you will bless, there we go, bless the thing that broke you down and cracked you open because the world needs you open. Ooh, that hits. You're going somewhere sacred. It will be worth it. And you're closer than you think. All right, universe, I see you. I hear you. And then lastly is awakening. Energetic upgrades, a new way of being, integration. Yo, all about that. Like, I wish you guys could see these images. Maybe I'll start posting them. I don't know. I'll I'll determine that. Um, But you're going through a period of awakening. Things are changing within you and at many levels. You're starting to remember ancient truths and discovering more and more about who you are and why you're incarnated. Okay. Again, I see you, universe. Share your experiences with the like soul people while you consciously integrate them. Journal and pay attention to your dreams, your remembering, and your soul gifts are emerging. Pulling this card may be a sign that you are here to birth one of these creations into the world, or perhaps you're being called to make a shift in your life in order to be of service. Don't think too much about it. Instead, repeat the following work your light activation. We can do that at a later date. Nonetheless, three out of the four of these hit, like, I feel like the young kids say slaps now. I don't say slaps, but these hit, like, actually, hold up, guys. I'm on the East Coast, right? And I went to school in Rhode Island, which is why I hosted the Roundtable Rendezvous in Providence, because I love it in comparison to Boston. Sorry, you Bostonians out there, or you Massachusettsites, Massachusettsites? I don't actually know what the term for people from Massachusetts is. Nonetheless, I, like, one of the first beers I ever had was a Narragansett, so you best believe your girl's drinking a Gansett tonight, so please hold while I sip if you don't mind. That also hits in a different way, but also equally as delightful. So these really resonate or hit however you want to say it, but these really resonate because I don't know how much I've shared and I don't think I have. It's not all been rainbows and sunshine, right? Like putting all of these events together. I know that it is the next step that I need, but holy shit, it is maybe a struggle bus is the wrong word, right? Because it's not a struggle, right? It's still doing things that I love. It's still connecting people. But man, there's a lot of behind the scenes shit that goes down and a lot of rejection that happens on a regular basis. And that's a lot for someone to disassociate from. And like, should you disassociate from it? So let's go back. The past couple of weeks have been a tremendous amount of outreach to people that I don't know, right? There are so many people in these areas that I do know and the timing just didn't work for them. And yo, I understand that. I totally get that. And however, right? Not Maybe not and, but like in addition to, I also did a tremendous amount of outreach for each city, probably two to 300 people for each city that I've hosted an event in. And that is a tremendous amount of outreach. I think I posted a couple of weeks ago, right? Like normalizing no we think in our culture i'm just saying like american culture that it's nicer to come up with different excuses why something can't happen or to ignore the person if you're not interested however i would much rather hear no than be ignored and continue to pursue and continue to waste my time if it's something you're not really interested in and while rejection is hard 
I think ghosting is even harder, um, right? Because, like, think about, you may never have done, like, direct outreach or cold outreach, whether it's by phone or by message, but, like, it is taxing AF, right, to do that day in, day out, and that has literally been my life for the past couple of weeks, in addition to hosting these roundtables. So, it's been interesting from a human perspective, right? Like from the, the person behind the company to try to disassociate my personal worth from the quote unquote lack of success of outreach, right? There can be, I mean, I feel like most business people who are like quote unquote successful will be like, well, you just got to disassociate from it. But for so long, I have been my business and my business has been me. And because my superpower is connection and my business is all about connection and community creation, like it really is integrated and it has been very hard to disassociate my self-worth and my feelings about, I guess, rejection and being rejected from my day to day is really hard. And like, I don't know if you guys go through this too, like with things in your business, maybe that, right. Especially as a solopreneur, because everything you put into it is all you. And if it doesn't work then you're like, shit, what did I do wrong? And it may not be you. It may just be wrong timing or not the right people or whatever, right? Like it's not you, but it can be really hard to take a step back from it. And I don't want to say blame yourself because it's not a blaming thing. It's just more like feeling guilt around it, right? Like, what did I not do that was up to par? It's, it's heavy, it's right? And like, I've been letting that get me down the last couple of weeks to be completely transparent. And that sucks. So let's take this way back to the beginning of June because I posted one, two, three, four thus far in June, four roundtables in June. And three of them had two attendees. And yes, my goal for myself is 10 for each of these. And statistically, with how many people that I've reached out to and how many people got back to me and I followed up with, statistically, the odds were horrible, right? Like for some cities, it was literally like 0.5% of like people who came versus people that I reached out to and like, Metrics wise, like from a KPI standpoint, I don't measure KPIs, but I'm just saying from like a very business analytical POV, that fucking blows. Am I right? Like those statistics are terrible. That's not something that like a company would continue if that was the case. However, as an entrepreneur, as a solopreneur, I'm in it and redefining success. I've talked about it here on the podcast before. It might've been earlier this season or it might've been last year, right? Like Determining what success means to you and it really is your own version of what success means. For some people, it is monetary and it's how much impact you can make and how much money you can receive, right? But it took me a while to remember that my goal is to connect our field and I know that that if, if that is my goal, if I'm doing things with love from my heart, I have faith that the money will come, right? And I think I was in scramble mode 
I was like, oh my God, I have to get 10 people at each of these events. And I was in scramble mode for literally weeks. And it felt like I was just trying to dig myself out of the biggest fucking trench every day. That's literally what direct outreach felt like, right? Like it felt not genuine. It felt like I was getting squished on because hella people were like coming back and talking shit and like, yo, I just sent you an invite. If it's not for you, just say no thank you. I appreciate it. Or maybe just no thank you, right? Like I don't appreciate it. And I don't give two shits if you appreciate my invite or not. But like, I also don't need a lecture on the back end of it. And I got a lot of lectures from people. So quick tangent, I feel like societally people feel hella entitled for whatever fucking reason. Um, and that's some shit, right? Like we're all just out here trying to do our best and then we get shit on by people who think they're better than us or that we don't understand their POV. And yeah, I, I think that there is a place and a time to have those types of conversations, but if someone is introducing themselves to you for the first time and you're not about what they're about, just say no thank you, not at this time, or no thank you, I'm not interested. That is way kinder than lecturing them. So just wanted to throw that little piece of wisdom out there. But I think the major shift came only like two days ago, guys. Going into each of these events this month has been, I don't want to say draining, but like there were very low lows this month and they all happened like day before I hosted an event or like morning before I hosted an event, right? Like I was really down on myself because in my mind, I wasn't meeting the quota I quote unquote should have, right? My quota was 10 and I didn't need that for some of these spaces. And like I mentioned last week, it was the external pressure that I was putting on myself. And maybe that was two weeks ago I mentioned it. But like there was an external pressure I was putting on myself because I have sponsors for these events. And I promised them X amount of people at these spaces with X amount of potential like... Um, what is it called, where like they're paying for a lead for a certain price, right? Or something along those lines. And yeah, I was definitely, definitely harping more so on what are, what are my sponsors going to think of me if I'm not performing to the numbers that I said I was going to get or the numbers that I promised I was going to get them. And then it took me a second because I'm pretty sure I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago too, but I don't think I actually understood it until like two days ago. I know I said it, but when you're in it, do you really get it? Probably not. So it was just so, mm, so interesting because I was definitely shooting on myself. And that happens, right? Like that happens to the best of us. We should on ourselves when we shouldn't should on ourselves. Should, not shit. I just want to be very clear about that. And we kind of get stuck in this like, cyclical I'm not good enough I'm doing things because these other people expect things of me but that for me shows up because in my human design I have an open root which is where I take pressure in from external environments whether it's actual pressure or perceived pressure 
that I'm putting on myself from perceived external things, that's, that's something that like I would need to deal with. Right. But that hit me for three solid weeks and I thought I was over it after the Denver event. And I thought I could like mentally recoup, but again, so much more rejection came so much more lecturing came from, from people messaging back. Um, that it really was defeating, to be honest, right? Like getting out of that mindset when you're feeling defeated every day is really, really hard. And finding the, the joy in it can be really hard as well. So I think with that piece of it is like, if you have a piece of the work that you do that leads to something that you absolutely love, in the beginning, you're probably going to have to do it on your own right? Like for me, it's the outreach piece of it. I love it when it leads to conversations, but it also requires you putting yourself out there and getting shit on or getting ignored or not making an impact. And all of that sucks. So I don't know if there's an actual resolve for that. Maybe down the line, I can ex- like outsource that, right? And have someone else do it because it's not my favorite and I really don't like the rejection piece of it. It really, really takes a toll on my mental health and like the way I show up. But I think the takeaway there is there's always going to be pieces of your job that lead to something that you really love, right? Like there's a piece of your job that leads to another piece of your job that you really, really love, but you have to do that shitty piece to get to the piece that you love. So maybe there's a way to outsource it or maybe there's a way to streamline it or maybe that's something that you don't include in your life every day but you know it's an integral piece of what you need to do so maybe you happy sandwich it right like you do something you love before you have to do the thing that you have to like amp yourself up for and maybe isn't your favorite and then maybe you do something you love and maybe that can be sandwiched with like two pieces of work things or like just two things for you right? Like maybe it's like an outside walk and then you do something that you're like not super stoked about and then you get to meet with a client that you love, right? That's just one example. So happy sandwich, I think is a takeaway from that. And then that mindset I would bring in, unfortunately, like right prior to some of these events. And what's beautiful though, is that the human to human connection in those event spaces always turned me around, right? Like it always just brought my energy level from like feeling kind of shitty and feeling like a failure, even though I didn't fail, but it was just the mindset I was in prior to it into, wow, I'm bringing these two humans together who would not have known each other otherwise. And now they can see these beautiful connections between the two of them. And that's huge, right? Like that, that really is the success that I'm after. It's, Money's great. We need it to survive because of the the space that we live in in this world. But even without the monetary compensation for it, I would do this, right? Like I love bringing humans together and connecting them, especially when I know they're going to vibe and I just have this inherent sense of knowing when people are going to vibe. So it was interesting because it came up in the Philly discussion yesterday and one of the RDs was like, Okay, so like maybe you're not getting all of these people at all of these events, you're not selling all of them out, but like 
what's your definition of success? And she reminded me again that the definition of success is connecting people and bringing people into a space where they get to share their thoughts, they get to learn from other people, they get to hear different POVs, right? Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And I get to do that, right? So that was, I guess, an aha moment for me of like, oh my god, I, I get to do this. This is beautiful and I get to do what I love, compensated minutely for it, and I get to do what I love. So that was an aha moment for me and it's been, I guess, weeks. Like oftentimes I feel anxiety in my body and it presents itself in different ways. Um, I just have this like external intuition where I like hold on to things until I'm able to physically release it in some way. And the last couple of days I've had this like weird lump in my throat feeling kind of situation. And I think that was some of the like self-doubt anxiety like manifesting itself in my body. And I literally was not able to release that until after yesterday's roundtable rendezvous, which is so interesting, right? And like, I'm going to go off on a weird tangent here, but how much of what we feel like anxiety wise or other things that may not physically present themselves, like in like typical medicine, how much of that do you think we hold on to in our bodies? And then over time, that energy, that shit energy that we feel can manifest itself as disease of some point, at some point. Guys, I'm just going on a weird tangent here. I'm not saying that that is the case, but like I felt the discomfort in my body for an extended period of time. And when I was able to kind of come to this realization, it dissipated. So maybe there's some validity to that. Maybe there isn't. Maybe I'm just fucking crazy. Who knows? But that's what I feel in my body and I wanted to share that. So that's my two cents on that. So going into the next like seven, I think I have like seven more roundtables with a different renewed output is, I mentioned this like one or two weeks ago, one, I cannot do this alone. Obviously, I my business is called the Dietitian Collaborative, but like having to do it on my own is exhausting. And I know that I cannot do this on my own. So that's one big change I'm going to make going forward is really honing in on the community that I've created to spread this and to just share their experiences because I feel like hearing it from other people who have experienced it can help others understand it better, right? Like if you've never been in a mastermind or if you've never been in a round table before, how do you explain it? How do you wrap words around it? You really can't truthfully until you're in it and experiencing it. And you're like, Oh my God, this is so not networking. Wow. This is epic, but you have to be in it. So how, how not better, how better, how not better words to explain it than from the people who have experienced it already. So that's one major change going forward. And then I'm also noodling a couple of other things to make this something that can be, can transcend my moves. Because I think I've mentioned I'm moving to Australia at the end of the year, right? So like, I'm not going to be back in the States consistently enough to host these. And that's another bummer I got was like from people responding oh my god, this is such a cool idea. I'll come next year. Keep me on your list. And like, bruh, 
I don't know if I'm going to do this next year. Also, if it's not quote unquote successful this year and like a solid monetary investment on my end, am I going to do this next year? You know, so like it's all of those questions that come up and like the self-doubt that arises from some of those interactions as well. But we're on the positive side of things. So let's not harp on that. I guess another positive side of things is like, I still have six more events and I'm learning, right? Like I'm taking what has worked, what hasn't worked. And then I still get to test it out going forward. And that's really fucking cool. How many times in business do we have like 12 or 15 or 17 chances to like get it wrong, see what worked, see what didn't, and then do it again? Not very often, at least not in such a short amount of time. So it's really cool to be able to like recognize immediately what worked, what didn't, how did the conversation go? Did it go the way I wanted it to? Did the connections like happen in the way I wanted them to? No. Yes. Hmm. How can we pivot? How can we change it so that it does reflect what I want it to reflect in, in a more positive way or in the outcomes that I want, which has been super cool to see up front. So I'm excited to go into the next couple events of events with that mindset and with that attitude. And actually the next, I think two major events that I'm hosting already have like six people signed up. So I know inherently that those two spaces are going to be, I don't want to say more collaborative, but I know that with larger spaces, like the conversations like flow more easily, right? Like it's not like pulling words out of the two or three people that are in front of you because there's so many more minds, because there's so many more POVs, the conversation just flows so much more easily. So beautiful to see that. And that's, I mean, I try and be as open, as transparent with you guys as possible, right? Like not everything works and that's okay. And things that do work, fucking amazing. That means you like threw a dart into the sky and like hit a star, right? That was a weird analogy, but like seriously, not everything is going to be absolutely amazing or like a home run out, out of the park. But I think we learn over time and we learn what works, we learn what doesn't. And unfortunately, there is a tremendous amount of disappointment that we have to kind of work through before we get there. And it's a lot of like self-regulation emotionally, right? To, to remember that Yes, we are our businesses. Our businesses are an extension of us because it's something that we love to do. But the rejection or the no's that we get don't determine our self-worth. And try and incorporate things that really light you up throughout your day if that's something that you are going through as well. Right? We go through seasons. Actually, I just got off the conversation corner. Um, That's a space that... Me, Laura Jean of Dietitian Values, and Jess Sertikoff-Ramola of Empowering Dietitians host on a monthly basis. It's just a totally free space for RDs, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're in clinical or whatever your background is, to come together to just connect and meet with other dietitians. And sometimes it's a kvetch sesh, sometimes it's like a win-sharing sesh, and Laura always brings an amazing prompt to like think about today she was like her prompt was what season do you think you are and that could mean like spring fall winter summer but that could also mean like seasons of your life um do you feel like you're more of a slow-paced fast-paced 
Do you feel like you're always growing and blossoming, right? Like, what does that look like for you? And I thought that was a really cool prompt to have. And it really got me noodling, right? Like, from a human design perspective, yo, I am all about that direct sunlight. So automatically, my mind went to summer. But also... From a human design perspective, I very much need to be in my own space and kind of a recluse. And to me, that says winter, right? So we can be multiple seasons at once. We can be on sometimes. We can be off sometimes. We can be in maybe like, um, I don't know, not like a full cocooning sesh, but fall to me gives me more cocooning vibes and spring gives me more like blossoming and growth vibes, right? So again, you can be multiple things at multiple times and maybe your seasons change and ebb and flow and aren't with the seasons of the location that you're in and that's also okay. So give that a noodle. But yeah, this week has been amazing. One, because like I said earlier, right? Like I got to connect with so many humans and it's really, it's been really, really cool to like meet with people that I've connected with online in person and reconnect with people that I haven't seen in a while. Um, And then also find similarities in people who I know need to meet and maybe didn't come to like the in-person space, but still be able to connect them. So with all of that, this week has been a major win and I'm really excited and renewed, like genuinely renewed to be able to host more of these going forward. And the impact may not be as epic as I had imagined or wished, and that's okay. But I know that this is one step on the right path towards creating a more collaborative field, creating a more openly communicative field, and just encouraging RDs to take one small step, just one teensy tiny step towards collabing and connecting more frequently and rather than it feeling like a chore it becomes something that is so easily integrated into the world around us so give all that a thought to this week guys and uh i'll catch you next week actually next week's episode i'll still be in new york which is crazy because i feel like i'm never in the same place for like such an extended period of time but yeah if you have any thoughts about this if you want to chat about this further I'm always available on Instagram, so shoot me a DM at the Dietitian Collaborative, and I'm down to have a convo. So, until next week, ciao.